I've got an interesting one for you today. A really interesting one um, because quite a lot has changed in my life um, and in my state of being. And I want to talk about anger today. I want to talk about anger and negative emotions and why they're so important. And I want to talk about going from feeling like a victim, feeling like the whole world is against you, to taking the driver's seat of your own life. So you can finally accomplish some things and feel like you're the one in charge and you're not being defined by everything and anything and everyone outside of yourself. So let's talk about it. I would say I had a pivotal moment or a pivotal time about a month or two ago. Um, I was feeling really depressed um, more often than not. I felt really let down and I felt really alone. I felt like I had no friends here or hardly any friends. So in case you don't know, I am back in my hometown and the friends that I did have when I was growing up, all of them um, moved away to different cities or different countries to study or work. Except I'd say like two people that I considered some of my best friends um, they were still living here or close by and within a pretty short time frame I had conflicts um, with both of these people it was completely different situations with both of these people but both of those situations led to me reconsidering the friendship and realizing that we both changed so much and we kind of realized that there's no going forward as we, as it was in the past. And that really sucked and that really hurt. And it really hit me because, you know, these people were always there. But, you know, I, I, I spent the whole pandemic overseas in a different country. And it was a really transformative time, as I'm sure it was for everybody. And I guess you meet people again after a couple of years of not seeing them. And sometimes it just doesn't align anymore. It just doesn't fit anymore for whatever reason. And I think I have some expectations for my friendships now. I have a certain way that I want my friendships to be and to feel. And it just wasn't, it wasn't that anymore. I didn't feel like it was true. I didn't feel like it was authentic. Um, and I had to come to terms with the fact that, you know, just wasn't gonna, wasn't gonna work. Like at this point now, maybe at some point in the future it will be, but for now I had to take a step back and, and reconsider and, um, yeah, it kind of made me spiral. It kind of made me spiral. It made me really, really sad. And um, whenever anything goes wrong, like no matter if it has to do with a job or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or anyone, I always take it out on myself, you know? Because of course, like who, who else would be at fault if not me? I always think it's my fucking fault. Because... That's what I grew up to believe, and we'll get to that later. 
But I felt like a piece of shit. I felt like an unlovable piece of shit. Like there's something wrong with me. Like I can't keep people in my life and everyone's going to leave me. And it really took me a few weeks, if not months, to be like, I actually don't like how these people treated me. And I'm not going to accept that. And that is something that I'm doing for myself. I'm not being left. I'm letting go. I'm the one letting go. What the other person did was not okay. It crossed the boundary. I felt disrespected. They didn't disrespect me because I deserve to be disrespected. They disrespected me because that's what they did in that time. And then it's up to me what I what I make of it. But I have this really fucked up thing in my head where like whatever bad thing happens to me, I always think I deserve it. I always think I deserve it. And that breaks my heart. Because I don't. Who does? I don't deserve to be treated badly. I don't deserve to be let down. I don't deserve to feel unloved by someone I consider a friend. You don't either. No one does. Even if you fuck up. Even if you make a mistake, you don't deserve to be punished for it. You know what we deserve? You know what I would have deserved in that situation that I was in with my friend? A fucking conversation. And I didn't get that. And I tried reaching out multiple times. And I didn't get the conversation. I tried everything I could. I swallowed my pride. I swallowed my ego. And I tried to be the nicest version of myself I could possibly be to try and fix it as I always do I try and fix everything to the point where it destroys me and I'm still trying to fix it because I can't deal with conflict so I have this like need to fix it and for it to be okay guess what it's not how life works some people treat you like shit some situations never get resolved some arguments never get resolved and you won't get the closure that you want. And you have to give that to yourself. And I had to find that myself. And guess what? It still bugs me. It still makes me angry. And we'll get to the anger later as well. I'm going to talk a lot about anger in this episode because I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> so I realized that the situation with my friend it wasn't actually my friend or the friendship that I was grieving and that I was so upset about it was the fact that my abandonment issues were triggered and my deep core belief that I am not good enough and people will always leave me and that there's something fucking wrong with me and I just can't get it right and I spiraled and I spiraled and I spiraled and I can't tell you exactly, like there wasn't like a key moment that made me change my mind. It was more like a slow realization of feeling those feelings over and over. That I was like, Eva, it's been too long. Like it's been too long. Ever since I can think, I've had this thing in my mind. 
And I know that it starts with me. I know I'm so deeply insecure. And I'm really trying not to cry. <laughs> I know that my self-worth is non-existent. But no one can love me better. No one else can permanently fix me. I can. I'm really trying to believe that I can. So slowly I decided on two things. I wanted to practice self-love, cultivate self-love, and work on my damn self-worth. I'm always going to be me. So what? I'm going to just spend the rest of my life hating myself and thinking I don't deserve shit? No, I had to work on it. And really the last few months have made me realize that everything is down to self-worth and self-love. Everything. How much money you make. How well you get along with your friends. How much you like what you see in the mirror. How you treat others as well. The kind of thoughts you think. The kind of life you live. Your health. Everything comes down to self-love and self-worth. So that was my first realization. And the second realization, or not realization, but the thing that I decided to do is to let it out. I had to, the, the feeling, I had such a lump in my throat. It was so overwhelming. I was so sad. I felt so empty. And I spoke to a therapist and they introduced me to the idea that depression can be suppressed aggression and anger. And it's a concept, I think, by, by Freud. And I never wanted to feel my anger. I grew up with a, with a dad who was really angry always yelling and screaming and I grew up as a really angry teenager as well and I reached a point where I was just like no no more anger no more anger this is destructive we don't do that that's not a good thing to do and to feel and it's scary and people don't like it and people are going to leave me if I'm like that but anger is so important and if you don't let it out it's going to eat you from the inside out it's going to consume you and it's going to come out as disease, resentment, depression, tension in your body, gut issues, migraines. It's going to come out in other ways. Things always find their way out. And listen, I don't, I'm not telling you to let your anger out on the people around you. I'm telling you and I'm telling myself that feeling all of your emotions, the good, the bad, the ugly, the anger, the aggression, the frustration is so important. So it moves through you. There's different ways to deal with anger. And I'm not going to tell you to journal about it because for me that doesn't work. I can journal about sadness. I can journal about grief. I can journal about feeling confused and feeling alone. But if I'm angry, I have to let it out physically. So one way of doing it is 
breath work, um, which is a big topic to talk about, which we don't have time for today, but you can move a lot of emotion through certain breath work. Um, there's different techniques. There's Wim Hof. There's the yogic pranayama. Um, for anger, I would say specifically Kapalabhati, breath of fire. Also Kundalini yoga. Kundalini yoga. It's such a, such a funny word. Um, you do like, um, you repeat a certain type of breathing. And while you do that, uh, you throw punches, for example, or you move. And that will help dissolve the tension and the anger and the negative feelings. If this is completely new to you and you've never heard about it before, I'm sure it can sound a little bit alien. Give it a try. Find your way. Um, if you're not into yoga or anything like that, exercise. The gym. I started going to the gym two months ago and I can't shut up about it because... It has helped me so much. And I'm not at the gym kicking and screaming or like boxing. But I just like, instead of trying to get rid of the feeling and suppress the feeling, I just feel it, you know. And I run and I do like intervals and I sprint and I run and I sprint and I run. And I listen to angry music. <laughs> You can listen to some some hip hop or some rock or some some post hardcore, whatever floats your boat. And you just like move it through. Even though you're not directly expressing the anger, I found that that really helps. Like it really helps me to go to the gym and run on the treadmill, lift some weights with my headphones on, listening to music and just like feeling my heartbeat and feeling my body and feeling the heat inside of my body and then working out until I'm you know relatively exhausted and then suddenly there's peace more often than not I feel really good I feel clear in the head I um I also think like if you lift weights you have to be really focused so there's not really any room to be thinking about your shitty ex-boyfriend or that friend who let you down or your boss that pissed you off. You might in the beginning, but I would challenge you to push yourself as well. So I've been doing that. I've been working out pretty hard. Um, I would say the two things that have helped me the most the last few months, I've been working out, moving my body and music, music. I've always loved music, but I think now I'm really, really feeling it again. Kind of how I used to when I was a teenager and I was, I would lock myself in my bedroom and be really dramatic and really angry because my parents were fighting. And I would listen to Linkin Park and Blink-182 and Billy Talent and Green Day and all that stuff. And it made me feel better, you know, it made me feel better. I think music can be really helpful to feel your feelings as well and just kind of zone out. And for me, the music in combination with lifting weights or running, it just works like a charm. Another thing that I spoke about in the last episode 
as an antidote for anxiety um cold showers so taking a really hot shower washing your hair doing your thing and then just putting it on freezing cold it just kind of snaps you out of it and I honestly haven't felt anxious or depressed in a good few weeks which I can't even tell you the last time I felt this good and I really think it's due to working out on the regular, feeling my body, getting into my body, snapping out of my head and these negative loops and thoughts and just like putting on some really good music. And if you have to do that twice a day, you have to do that twice a day, you know, take two showers, go go to the gym twice, go for a walk, go for a run, you know, take a time out and do what you got to do. If you only take one thing from this episode, let it be this. Feel your goddamn feelings. Because they will haunt you. You can be suppressing them for years. They will come back around, I promise you. So, try your best to just let it flow through you. And express it in any way that you can in the situation you're in. Be mindful how you express, of course, if you're with another person. I personally don't like to um, let my anger out on someone. And if I feel myself getting angry in an argument, I try my very best to remove myself from the situation and return when I'm a little bit more level-headed and we can have an actual conversation. I don't think it's very helpful to be really angry with someone and let it out on them. Sometimes you have to speak up for yourself, sure. Um, and you can you can be um, assertive and direct. But you don't need to be yelling at someone or insulting them. I think that's destructive still. But I think the anger is good. And I've done things in the last couple of weeks or months that I did not think were possible in terms of working out The other day I went on a hike for like seven hours. Yesterday I was in in a yoga class and I was able to do something that I was never able to do. And it made me so fucking happy because I can feel myself getting stronger. My sleep is better. My eating patterns are healthier. It's just like this ripple effect. You start with one thing and then other things tend to follow. Because if you start working out, you're going to automatically have to watch what you're putting into your body as fuel for recovery, for added strength, added calories. And also, if you start working out, you will be able to sleep better because you're more tired. And that was a big one for me as well. When I was in my depression and anxiety, I I struggled to sleep. I struggled to fall asleep. I would have a lot of different annoying thoughts and I was just laying there for ages and I just could not, couldn't fall asleep. And now it's, um, it's gotten much, much better. So go to the gym (laughs) or go running. I, I think I like the gym because it gives you a place to go to as well. And once you get there, like the only thing you need to do is get there. Once you get there, Everyone around you is going to be working out. What else are you going to do there? 
you're not gonna just sit on your phone you're not gonna not do something and even if you just do a little bit that's still better than doing nothing but I find that going there in itself can be the motivation I need like I've had some days where like I haven't slept much or I'm a little bit hungover or I'm just like ah just not feeling it but I get there and you know I do my thing I see everyone else and I'm like well fuck like <laughs> I can't be sitting sitting around and eating cookies here so so I work out 